Hey friends, my name is Claudine. Welcome to the Embodied Catholic Woman. This podcast is for Catholic women who are looking for a holistic approach to well-being that is rooted in faith. You'll learn how to manage your thoughts, feel your feelings, and regulate your nervous system so you can fully embody your feminine genius. Let's do it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Embodied Catholic Woman podcast. I hope you are doing well. I hope your 2024 is off to an amazing start. I feel like mine really was just this crazy continuation of 2023. And it just it's kind of like shooting into 2024 like a like a rocket. There's a lot going on. I, I ended up traveling to London for about five days. I did the Extraordinary Vision workshop live and, and that was that was amazing. I had so much fun doing that. Although that was the first time I did a back-to-back three-day training like that, but it was it was great. And then of course working with one-on-one clients and you know running calls in in my membership and just you know it's it's busy but it's in a good way it it keeps me busy and it keeps me doing this incredible incredible work but this episode today's episode is going to be very special because i wanted to actually share with you something that i have been working on for just about 9 months which is so interesting because you know, nine months is the length of time that it takes to, you know, nurture life in the womb. And I feel like this project that I'm going to tell you about is something that I've been nurturing for nine months now. So that's that's really interesting. And some of you may already know about this because I actually made the announcement last week, but I am very excited to share that I have a book coming out. And it's a beautiful book, and it's a book that I compiled and edited, and it shares not only my story, but the stories of 19 other Catholic women who are also life coaches. And we're sharing really our stories of how we came to coaching, how we came to personal development. And as I was reading all the chapters again, I've, I've read them, you know, several times now, but as I was reading them again, it became so clear to me that all of us pretty much have this, the same trajectory where it really was our faith that led us on this journey into discovering the tools and the, you know, strategies and the, the practical things that we needed to learn so that we can move forward in our lives and do the work that we feel God is calling us to do. And that's why I always say, you know, faith and, and personal development, they are not incompatible at all. In fact, I feel that when you're really grounded in your in your faith, when your faith is really the foundation of your life, it will put a a big spotlight on your heart 
and on your ways of thinking and your ways of being. And you will realize, wait a minute, maybe I'm not living out the gospel message here. Maybe I'm not living out the Beatitudes as God, you know, as Jesus has invited me to live. Maybe I'm not doing the things that he tells me to do, like Our Lady admonishes us, right, to do whatever he tells us. And so that's the beautiful thing about, you know, personal development and coaching and therapy and spiritual direction and really all of it. It all works together. It all works together for our good. But what I find is among Christians, Catholics, people who are very devout, people who are very much into their faith, sometimes there can be this element of, well, my faith should should be everything. That should be all I need. I, I should just be able to pray about this. I should be able to just you know, offer it up. I should be able to just, you know, white knuckle this and deal with this. But that's actually not a healthy approach to to life and to what I call heart wounds, the things that I believe all of us will experience at some point in our lives. And I'm pretty sure most of us experienced this already just in our formative years, because it's just part of our, our human experience. Heart wounds are part of our human experience. And so the answer to heart wounds isn't white knuckling it through or brushing it under the rug or pretending they don't exist or looking the other way or just trying to, you know, pray it, pray it through and not do anything about it. What we want to do is actually heal. Healing is the secret. Healing is the answer to everything. And the beautiful thing is our faith gives us that, I believe that wonderful foundation, that scaffolding, that framework that we need to heal. And as I was reading all of these stories, all of these narratives that are shared by the authors, I realized there were, are so many similarities, even though we all come from different backgrounds, different countries, even different walks of life. The, the framework was very similar amongst all of us and how we all sort of came to very similar conclusions. And so I want to share with you a little bit about how this beautiful anthology came to be. And I want to share with you a little bit about what you will find inside of the book. And then I also want to share with you sort of my own my own interpretation of, you know, what it means to really heal and why it's so important. So first of all, let me go back and share with you how this all came to be in the first place. So it was right around, I'm going to say March of 2023, when I really first had this little, this little nudge, this little Holy Spirit nudge. Um, and I had the, you know, this idea about writing a book with other Catholic life coaches. I didn't really have more than that, but that was sort of the seed. That was the idea. And I had actually participated in another book um, as an author this time, not as, not as the one editing the book, but as an author last year became a published author in this, in this way. And it was, it was a great experience. But because I was an author, 
I wasn't really aware of all of the sort of behind the, st- the scenes stuff that happens when you are responsible for compiling and editing and writing a book. So thank God, <laughs> because I think if I had known all that was required, you know, I might have done one of those, not me, Lord, I, I can't, I can't deal with this right now. But because of being sort of blissfully unaware, it was something that I, you know, thought about. And as with every decision, I typically don't respond immediately, especially when it's something bigger like this. I I like to pray about it. I like to just kind of uh, sit with it and just kind of see if it sort of naturally represents itself. And that's exactly what happened in May of 2023. And, And usually I feel like when it is a Holy Spirit thing, there's just this kind of sense of like, like a now feeling. There is an urgency, but not in that unhealthy urgency, if that makes sense. I don't know if anyone has experienced this, but sort of when the Holy Spirit is moving, it feels like you can't not do it. Like you, <laughs> you're just like, you're just all in, right? And so it felt like that. And I've had this, I've had this happen before with other things in my life. And then it just kind of just 10x way more than anything that I certainly expected or could have done without the Holy Spirit. So I was like, okay, this is one of those familiar, you know, nudges. So I put out a call in a group online that I'm that I'm involved in. And the response was incredible. And I ended up getting 19 other life coaches who are you know, seeing clients, working with clients, they have businesses. And the invitation was really simple to just be a practicing Catholic and willing to share how your faith and coaching sort of came together and how you are able to express this and experience this in your life and also in the work that you're doing. And that was basically it. And over the past, like I said, it's been about nine months. The book will be released next month. But over the past nine months, we've just been sort of working, you know, individually and now more collectively as the book moves towards publication. But you are going to see so many beautiful, beautiful stories in Sacred Wounds. And the book is called Sacred Wounds. I don't know if I said that yet, but even the the title, it didn't come to me right away. And I knew it would. I knew the title would come to me, but it was, I think, July of, of last year when I sort of knew that that was going to be the title. Uh, Sacred Wounds, Sacred Scars. I was like one of those, but Sacred Wounds. And I want to talk about where that title really, really comes from. And at the, at the time that I kind of had the, the, you know, sort of the download of the title, I had this image of, you know, Jesus's hands pierced with lilies coming up out of his hands. And for me, that represented how our sufferings are united with Christ and how he ultimately is the one who takes something that may be ugly and painful and turn it into something beautiful, right? So that was the image (laughs) that I had in my mind. But if you've already seen the cover, you'll see it's not that image. 
because when I presented my, you know, my thoughts to the wonderful person who did the artwork, she created two renderings of, of my initial image. But then she said, and I have a third one for you. It was the last one. She's like, I was just, you know, I just did something, you know, I just did something, you know, try it as something out. So just see if you like it. And when I saw that third image, I literally gasped. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the image. So beautiful. And if you haven't seen the cover, I can just briefly describe it. It is a lily, beautiful, like light pink Easter lily. And the lily is being pierced by a sword. And it almost looks like the sword is kind of like the stem of the lily. But it's such a it's such a captivating image. It really captivated me when I saw it. And there were so many, so many thoughts that I had about it. And I've asked people in my community to tell me what the image represents for them. And several people have written me, you know, sent me an email or, or a DM or a message and just shared with me what it meant to them. But I've heard so many different things. It, it represents uh, Our Lady, of course, St. Joseph, um, Joan of Arc, uh, you know, the sorrowful heart of, of Our Lady. So many, so many beautiful things. And for me, what the image really represents is the beauty of the lily, this sort of innocent and pure lily being pierced by a sword. And that represents sort of our, our feminine hearts and how we can be pierced by so many, so many things in this world and in this life. And oftentimes this wounding happens in our formative years when we're you know, under the age of, of nine. And so we really are these, you know, these innocent beings, these little humans that have come into the world and we're born into a family and each family has their own dynamic, their own struggles, but oftentimes there's a pattern, right? A pattern of, of, of issues, or, you know, there can be generational sin, generational trauma, that is passed down through the family line. And one thing that I have really come to believe deep within my heart is that our, our parents and our caregivers are absolutely doing the best that they can with the resources that they have access to. And then you have to look at their childhood, right? What kind of childhood did they have? And how were their parents with them? And what were the resources that they received from their parents, right? And you could just keep going on and on and on. And the truth is there are survival patterns. There are trauma patterns that are passed down in our lineage. And we literally inherit those. We, we sort of take them on even at a, a cellular level, you know, at an epigenetic level, we, we see the effects of these trauma patterns and these survival patterns. So there's always a, a good reason for the way we show up in our lives or sometimes the way we don't show up, right? The ways that we're hiding, the ways that we're not 
taking action, the ways that we're not stepping into that purpose or mission or calling that God has invited us to, right? So there's there's a reason for all of that. And I like to tie it back to, you know, the truth about, about sin, right? There is sin in this world, original sin. Um, and then, you know, we make the choice, you know, to sin as well. And so really our, our wounds, our traumas are the result of sin, either our sins, you know, that we're consciously choosing or the result of someone else's that was done, you know, to us. And so for me, the, the, the image, the title of, of sacred wounds is just a reminder that even despite this wounding, even despite this, this sword that's piercing this, this lily, that there's still a beauty here, that there's still something precious and valuable, because that's how God looks at each one of us. He doesn't look at us in our sin and then say, oh, you're damaged goods. He looks at us with so much love, with so much mercy, with so much grace. And he's he's yearning for us to just receive, to open our hands, to open our hearts, to open our minds, to receive the grace that he wants to pour onto us. And so this idea of our wounds being sacred, I wanted to take something that we tend to look at with a lot of shame or a lot of guilt or a lot of even anger or rage. And I wanted to to say the, the really the message of this book is that your suffering is sacred. Your, your wounds are sacred. There is something so much greater that can come out of them other than the actual event or experience that happened. So we get so stuck in the event or the experience and we kind of, we live there. And this is literally what happens in our body when, when we're traumatized, there is a part of us that gets stuck if we don't heal within that moment, right? That the insult occurs or, or afterwards, you know? And so we get stuck in these wounds. We feel bad. We feel ashamed. We feel guilty. We feel all of the feelings that are not helping us. And then we don't, we don't move forward. And so the, the whole message of our Catholic faith, our Christian faith is that even though sin and suffering and death entered into this world immediately from the beginning in Genesis, God had a plan for our redemption. And that plan was Jesus, right? That Jesus would come and he would redeem us. And he would be the one to turn our, our sorrows into joy, right? He would be the one who would redeem us and, and take our ashes and, and turn them into something beautiful. And he's really the only one who can. He's the only one who can do this. And so this is why I say that our personal development work or inner work, anything that we would do is not incompatible with our faith because we should know as Catholics, as Christians, that this healing work can only be done through the action of the Holy Spirit, period. And I know in the the secular personal development world, it's very much me-centric. Like it's all about me. I'm doing this and I'm, I'm powerful and you know, I'm the one who's, who's doing 
who's doing the work. But I always say that God is really doing the heavy lifting. We're just kind of opening ourselves up to that grace and the action of the Holy Spirit that he wants to do within us. And it, it's so, it can be so powerful for me as the coach when I'm working with clients one-on-one, -on -one, but sometimes in a group as well, how the Holy Spirit just kind of takes over, right? And I may be leading a client through a process, like a deeper embodiment healing process, and Jesus appears, right? Like they, they see or feel or experience that Jesus is with them in that moment of their suffering in that moment of the, of the trauma that we're working on, that we're releasing, that we're healing. It never, it never ceases to amaze me. So sacred wounds will share with you the stories of 20 women, myself included, and how we have been able to kind of meet ourselves, right? To really see ourselves to to see our wounds to see our, our our pain our sufferings and to really give that back to god so that he could transform it and turn it into something good each of us is a life coach each of us is working with clients and serving you know whatever our chosen niche is or the, our chosen, you know, population that we work with, that's really the beauty of healing is that you can then go on and help other people. You can then go on and serve other people. So we're never healing just for our own sake. We're healing for the future, for future generations. We're healing for the past, right? I believe in some mysterious way that God can even apply healing retroactively, right? Or maybe I should say retrospectively, that somehow he can apply this healing backwards. I, I always say I can't explain how it works, but I know that God can do anything because he's outside of time. And so healing can be incredibly profound, not only in your own life, but you really can become an example for people around you. And I always say you never know who's watching, you never know who is is noticing you and who sees the 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 change or who sees the growth or who quite frankly just sees the light that is radiating from you. Because when you do this work, when you really start to make a good faith effort and be intentional about healing, there is there is something different. There is something that is going to be just different about you and how you approach life and how you relate to other people. And this isn't to say that, you know, you're per you're going to be perfect or you're never going to do anything wrong or you're never going to have a bad day or anything like that, but there just will be something, just something different about you. And so I'm going to share with you the website where you can go and start to read about the book. The website is sacredwoundsbook.com. So www.sacredwounds with an S, W-O-U-N-D-S, book with no S, <laughs> dot com. 
All right. And I'm going to leave the link in the show notes as well. If you go to that website, you can actually sign up for a wait list. And that way, when the book is released, I, I have the date for the release. However, I'm going to keep that to myself for right now. Just, you know, just wanting to make sure that everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. So the book can come out on the day that I am uh, praying that it comes out but you will receive more information about the book when it's re- when it's released if you sign up at that website and there will be a very special uh, launch price for the ebook version of the book so you definitely want to be on the mailing list the waiting list so that you can be first to be notified when the book is available for purchase online the book will be available not only in ebook but also paperback for those of you who like to have hard copies i know i i do have ebooks but i'm sometimes i will just go and buy the hard copy of the book the same book y'all because i just prefer to have something in my hand i like to highlight things i like to underline i like to annotate so if you're someone like that who prefers to have a hard copy we've got you we have a paperback coming as well All right, so I hope you will go to www.sacredwoundsbook.com to join the waiting list. We appreciate those of you who have already been signing up. And I'm just so excited for this and looking forward to getting this book into your hands or onto your e-readers if you prefer so that you can really just soak in these stories. I, I mean, these, these stories are moving. I, I cried multiple times (laughs) editing this book, even though I had, I had read the stories before I cried again when I, you know, read through it a a few more times. So the stories are incredibly moving, incredibly touching. And I know that there is something for every woman who's going to read this book at least one of the stories you're going to you're going to look at the author and you're going to say i i recognize myself in her i i totally relate to this author and that's a beautiful thing because then you're going to be able to also see how she overcame her struggles and got to the other side all right my friends i will see you next time take care god bless If you'd like to get started on this healing journey, be sure to download my free heart safety guide, a trauma-informed approach to healing for Catholic women. You'll learn all about heart wounds, where they come from, and how to heal them. Just click the link below to download.